Coming up in this episode, we'll be just babbling along like we don't know what we're talking about. And maybe we don't. Pretty much. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. So have you ever been injured in a motorcycle riding accident that wasn't your fault? If you have, you need to call Dr. Brad Bradshaw at 417-333-3333. Hard number to remember, I know. Insurance companies are going to act aggressively in defense of their clients. It's what they do. Dr. Brad Bradshaw's job is to fight even harder to make certain that you receive the compensation you deserve to make your life whole again. So after the show, check them out online at bradbradshaw.com. And be sure to save his number, 417-333-3333. Dr. Brad Bradshaw, physician, surgeon, and lawyer. Plus, Randy, he's a writer, too. Check that out. I love writing in the Ozarks. I really love writing down into Arkansas. You know, Missouri and Arkansas rides, they can't be beat. No matter where you ride, do yourself a favor and go by Heartland Honda in Springdale the first Level 5 Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. Plus, their red-level technicians can help keep you riding. Seriously, go check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. As always, Randall Lewis. God, I get the stink eye when I say that. Man. From Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. I just got that stink eye look all the time. I'm just an ugly son of a buck. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like my wife. I'm just, I'm numb to it. (laughs) It looks like it's stink eye, but it's just the gasoline that burns my eyes consistently. It's got me like this all the time. Well, we were discussing what we were going to talk about, and uh, one of the most popular subjects that we have is just random thoughts. Ah, Like the title says. Just BS. I mean, (laughs) just not anything at all, but anything and everything. I'm good about that. I am very good about just shit talking and talking about nothing. And you've got it in spades, brother. Yeah. (laughs) See, I think that's my favorite part about this is being able to shit talk you a little bit on air. Well, we're right in the middle of this uh, Corona-19. Yeah, the Chinese virus. The Chinaman's virus. <laughs> you know, everybody got so... It is so, what it is. Yeah, everybody got so pissed off about that, but I think it's pretty basic. It came from China, you know? Yeah. Oh, you're a racist for saying that. No, we're not. We're just saying where it came from. <laughs> That's it. You know, my wife was telling me, and this could be absolute bull crap, but I guess they chased or traced it back to a wet market from either a snake or a bat. And that's where this all I started. I heard something about that. Yeah. Coming from a bat, getting crossed with a pig. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who exactly knows where it's at? But a lot of people are self-quarantining right now. And 
to my mind, my way of thinking, what a better time to go out and ride. Hells yes. You're quarantined because you're not sitting next to anybody. Yes. You can get gas at the gas pump without going inside. Yeah. And to me, isolation, right? This is total isolation. Get on your bike and ride. You know, it's funny you say that. It was, I don't know, a week or so ago. And my wife, when all this stuff really started hitting our area and what they're going to shut down and what they were going to stop happening, she was like, well, at least you can ride your motorcycle still. I'm like, I love you, baby. Yeah. Don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> One guy told me the other day, well, how are you supposed to go out and ride if you can't stop at a restaurant and eat? I just looked at him like he was from Mars. Yeah. I said, my God, man, throw a biscuit in your pack and go. Right. You don't need to stop. Because my bike's not in a trailer. I'm not driving somewhere to show it off. Exactly. I'm not riding that mother trucker. When you could still do drive up and carry out stuff if yeah. you absolutely had to go spend your money on something like that. But. So if you're looking to do something during this self-quarantine period, whether this is the worst of it or it gets worse, either way, fill your tank up mm-hmm. and get on the road. Yeah. And just Shit, take if you're advantage that of about the time. It. Yeah, if you're that worried about it, strap some jerry cans to your bike and stretch it out there a little bit and never have to stop for anyone or anything. That's it. You know, can ride and ride and nobody can bother you. I would absolutely just get the biggest thrill because right now they're shutting Kansas City down. You know, really? basically, you can't go anywhere. If you live there, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You have to have a note from your employer that says you're going to work. If you get stopped, you have to prove that you're going to work or coming from work. Man, I want to get on my bike. On your Metropolitan? Yeah, that would be funny. If I'm on the Metropolitan, I'm butt-ass lowered, naked and drunk. <laughs> a lowered Metropolitan? Yeah. With fishtail uh, exhaust. Yeah. So with this self-quarantine thing, really take advantage of it, the freedom yeah. of being out there and riding. Now, you're not going to want to ride in big groups, but hey, ten, ten that's, my, that's my thing anyway. <laughs> yeah. I am somewhat empathetic to the people who have it. And, you know, are worried about it because it is a real, it's a real threat. You know, if you're young and have a great immune system, it's supposed to not bother you as bad. It's like, you know, it's like having the flu, but where it is, is it doesn't show up for two weeks, apparently. So you could catch it, carry it for two weeks and then start seeing signs and symptoms of it. But how many people did you come in contact in that two weeks? You know, no matter how old you are, you know, somebody in your family that's older than you. Right. At some point in time, it gets to be very hazardous to them. And, you know, that's just part of being a decent human being, not to infect everybody else with your sickness because you were too um, selfish, per se. Arrogant. Yeah. This will never happen to me type of thing. You know, to pay attention to the signs and symptoms and to pay attention to who's got it around you and what you're doing and things like that. Well, with uh, this going on right now, one of the things I asked you when you first came over was, how has this affected your business? And apparently it's good for your business. Yeah, I haven't. In, in, in the idea that people aren't coming in every 15, 20 minutes just <laughs> wanting to talk. Yeah, I've, I've logged more hours in the shop because I can actually work in the shop. People aren't coming in to bug you. Yeah, you know, seeing how I'm doing, see if I'm dead yet, see if I've got the virus. And I'm like, you know. Yeah, because this is all going to pass. Yeah. Even Whether true. it's weeks or a few months, either way, you're going to look back and go, you know what? Remember back when? Yeah. But, and you'll be talking about it while you're writing. Yep. Yep. Most likely I'll be sitting there thinking about it for sure. Exactly. No, I mean, it has affected a lot of businesses, you know, in our area too. Mine is a little bit of a different situation. You know, I'm not a big name by no means. Half the people in our community probably don't even know who I am, except for that delinquent that's always on those loud bikes. 
So it's not like I'm really having to shut down to the public because it's just me by myself working in there. You know, I take care of everything that has to do with running a business and getting the workout by myself. So it's not like I'm having to isolate myself from employees, you know. And Yeah, during the summer, I'll have a lot of people that come through the shop or be there at one point in time. But if you're in my shop and there's more than 10 of us in there, you don't want to be in there anyway because of all the crap that I'm working on. There's no space for me all the bikes I'm working on and 10 people. So, you know, it really hasn't affected me as far as having to limit myself from people. But I will say this, I've been mindful of people coming in. I'm not a close talker as it is. So I've always got my, I always keep a distance between me and whoever's in there as it is. But I found myself asking them where they're from lately. You know, hey, where, you know, where are you from? Springfield. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) You know, I've got kids. I've got you know, old parents and older in-laws and stuff like that. Yeah, because so. as, as of date, uh, there are no cases in our area. No, the closest would be Springfield. Springfield, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, a lot of people have asked me, how is this going to affect your customers? You know, because we have OzarkRides.com. Yeah, yeah. And it, essentially it doesn't because of the fact of two things is this will blow over and we're only in the pre-stages of riding season. By the time riding season is really at us, and as I said, you can ride now. It's the perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, this probably and hopefully, though nobody can tell, we don't have a crystal ball, but the growing theory is that uh, it'll probably be blown over by summer. Yeah, or at least on the tail end of yeah, it. Yeah, where it's not as much as of a concern. So Right. You know, I would just encourage everybody to just, you know, as far as the riding world, getting out on your motorcycle, just keep on keeping on. Yeah, Drink more whiskey, sober up, ride motorcycles. That cures everything. Okay. I had to throw the sober up part in there because people think I'm a drunk (laughs) and do irresponsible things like ride intoxicated, which I do not do. But drink whiskey. Whiskey kills everything. Makes everybody feel better. Yeah, just don't don't gargle with bleach. I saw that this morning. Holy crap. I got how. The world is coming to a new end. Well, here in farm country, that's what we call thinning the herd. Yeah, yeah, natural selection. (laughs) So where do you want to ride this summer? What are some of the highlights that you want to pick up here in the Ozarks? We were talking about doing a a ride down into Arkansas, the Pig Trail. Yeah. But there are also some great rides here in south-central Missouri. You know, Pig Trail, people talk about it a lot, and I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to do a special episode on that. But um, there are a lot of other rides here in the Ozarks that are, to my mind, better than the pig trail pig trail's got a great marketing deal everybody talks about it and i don't want to take away from it because it is totally an awesome ride rated as one of the top five in the country but if you're willing to take the time and do some exploring i think you'll find that there are some other rides down here that uh, when you look back on it go i don't know that the pig trail is the best yeah it's unique you know, it's it's just unique to its area, geography, all that crap. And it's been marketed like a hooker on the corner. That's right. I mean, you can catch me on one day and I'll probably say, well, the Talamina Scenic Drive yeah. down in Mina is probably the best. But then tomorrow I might say, no, it has nothing on the Old Field Loop up in Missouri. Right. So I guess it's really in my mood. But I, one thing I can say for a certain that the Pig Trail, much as I love it, great as it is, I'm not trying to take away from it. Not trying to bash it for all of you haters out there that are going to comment <laughs> on it. Yeah. Um, there are options that you might find more intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
definitely wholeheartedly. It's like when you go to a restaurant and they say, oh, the special is this. Well, okay, the special is that. Everybody's doing that. Let me see what else is on the menu. You know, well, that's just it. That's like my you're mentality. using that analogy, I'll go to a restaurant and find a great meal. And I have the same thing every time because it's so awesome. <laughs> and then I try something else on a fluke and go, oh my God, this is even better. So now I'm hooked for another eight yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not like that. I mean, I have things that I like because I like them, but man, let's roll the dice a little bit. Let's go see what else is out there. You know, we did, I think you were a part of it. It had been some years back, we did a touring the lakes ride, something like that. It was for wounded warriors. Yeah. And we've got, you know, two, three big lakes around our area within, you know, short distance of each other. You know, I remember there's parts on that ride where I'm like, dude, this is it. You know, this is absolutely you know, some of the best writing I've ever done. Granted, it was with a big, large group, but like, you know, we had a little bit of stretch of interstate for those dudes that like speed and like to, like to freak out or whatever, let, let their horses run type of thing. Um, we had scenic rides around the lakes. We had tree covered roads. You know, we had all the rides or all the roads rather were in great shape. Like that's what I love is when you go down a road that's in good shape you know, you got good grip, you got good, clean highway to ride. Like I like roads like that more so than I do traveling some of these pothole-filled back roads. I got a great just ride garbage. that I'd like to take you on this summer, and it's out of the Ozarks. Uh, Easy, Craig. That's not. This isn't that type of a show. Yeah. <laughs> There's something inherently wrong with you. Oh, my God. I like it. It, is, it is horrible. But uh, it is out of, technically, it is out of the Ozarks. It's north. It's up by um, Otterville. Okay. Yeah, but it starts here uh, in our area, and I take it up into Otterville and, and back down, all on back roads, mm. and it is amazing. It is one of my favorite rides. I don't have it on the website simply because it's, you know, technically, it's not in the not Ozarks. Not in the Ozarks. Yeah, because we're uh, so technically correct. Yeah, we're trying to, trying to keep it yeah. know, eye on the ball. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you start doing rides that are not in the Ozarks for that website, then, you know, there's, I've got a hundred of them I need to put on there that are not even in the state. Yeah. So that's, what's great about this deal is we can talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. Yeah. But for the website purposes, I totally see why a ride like that wouldn't be on there. You know, I've been thinking about starting another website, uh, motorcycle riding. They have three or four of them that are out there that are not really all that great. And I won't say who they are because I don't want to badmouth others for the sake of doing so. But I've been thinking about doing a national motorcycle ride map, you know, kind of like Ozark Rides, but covering nationals. Because I've done a lot of riding across the country and I ran across some roads that I don't see anybody talking about. And I don't see any of the maps on some of the other various sites that are out there that I'd like to probably get out there. You know, that's what's great and bad about that situation. You know, the great thing is, is there's a lot of exposure for the best rides or what's thought to be the best rides all across the country. Which is all subjective. And the Ozarks or whatever. But what I come down to find is the best is not necessarily the best. It's the most popular. It's the most advertised. It's the most talked about, you know. Some of those rides are absolutely amazing. Beartooth Pass, things like that. But there's so much coverage on it that all you ever hear about are those select few rides. You know, think about how many roads and how many miles of highway there are in America. How freaking dope would it be to be able to go hit some of those that aren't that talked about? You know, you're on a motorcycle. You can find the good in anything. But let's see what's absolutely, you know, the best. 
Could you imagine the life you could have just riding all across the country, taking any road and every road? I haven't won the lottery yet. Yeah, jotting it down and saying, hey, you know, this road from this mile marker to here is, you know, amazing. You know, share the little ins and outs. So if you're out there in some of these little small town areas that don't get traveled, don't get hit up that often. Hell, even if you're in the Ozarks, you know, find a way to get a hold of us and say, check this out. I bought a book uh, once years ago and it was called uh, Best Motorcycle Rides in America. Mm -hmm. And the rides in the book were good rides. Uh, no question about that, but they are the ones that are like pig trail, the most popular yeah. marketing wise. Everybody knows about, everybody's talking about, which does not make them necessarily the best. And like I said, everything is subjective, right? but you can go into Podunk, uh, you know, nowhere and, and find, and find a road yes. that is great. Exactly. You know, think about how many canyons and haulers there are in Arkansas area that is paved that if you had the time and you could go rip through it, it'd be so much better, you know, and what defines it is better. Is it better because the road is actually better and the ride is actually better? Or is it better because there's so many people that like it? So it's gotta be better. You know what I mean? I like that, uh, that analogy. I mean, to me, what constitutes a great ride has nothing to do with what people think. Yeah. It has everything to do with scenery. It has to do with the quality of the road. I've been on some roads that bar none have the best scenery ever, but the quality of the road was so garbage. Yeah. That it made you have less desire to go and do it again. Oh yeah. Because of that. Yeah. What's the scenery got to do with anything when you're having to watch the flipping road two foot in front of you every second of every yeah, minute of every roads month. only in the technical sense. Yeah. I mean, giant yeah. potholes and just, it just right. wasn't worth it. Right. It's just, it just gets to be where it's work and who wants to do that. Right. And the other criteria is how busy is that road? Yeah. I liked it. Like I said, I think it's pretty well established. I'm a loner, mm -hmm. but I like to ride roads where I'm not behind a line of cars or a 30 or 40 motorcycles coming and going. Yeah. I like the, uh, the solitude. See, so after we've been doing this for a little while and I've kind of listened back on some of our episodes and kind of you have actually a, listened to this. Well, I said, listen back on some of them. I didn't say I was a freaking roadie with it. No, but you know, I, I see a little bit of a trend with us and in this, you know, I'm a social nut as far as I like to analyze people and I like to analyze kind of how people react and how people think, you know, for people like you and I, there's certain roads that are the best. And there's certain roads that are just absolutely great because we can get out there. We can be by ourselves, We can think about what we want to think about, enjoy a ride. Um, but to another person, it's horrible because he has to have people around him. He has to have the excitement of, Hey, everybody look at me, look at what I have and look at I've what I've heard got. about those types. Yeah. They're yeah. really out there. They really are. If you venture outside of your group of one, there are people like that. So it's not to say that our way is the best way or their way is the best way. And, and I think that's what gets the classification of what's best is because, let's be honest, there's a majority of people in general, you know, motorcycle community, whatever community, there's a majority of people that have to have feeling like they've accomplished something with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They like the attention. And they like the attention of a, a large crowd or a large group of people saying, hey, you know, that's a cool bike. Or, you know, I noticed you did this. Like, they are flocked to a more social person. Right. I understand that. I mean, I, and I know people like that. 
actually, to tell the truth is, uh, for myself speaking, I see it as a failing on my part to be such a loner, to not want to be around people, to be an ass. <laughs> well, some people think, well, you're yeah. an ass. Well, I'm not so much an ass. I'm just a loner. Right. And once you get to know me and once I'm comfortable with you and I have discovered that you're not full of shit. You're an introvert by yeah, nature. By nature. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't hate people. Uh-huh. Well, no. I, <laughs> I guess think, I had to think, think about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just more comfortable in my own skin. Right. You know, and, and that's just, that just goes to your. Um, just who I am. But yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody is different. So it's tough. You know, I always, this is freaking double-edged sword for me right now. I can't believe I'm saying it, but like millennials if you have to classify anybody as anything you know they're the ones up in arms right now like you have to accept me for who i am and you have to be good with it whether i'm a female trapped in a man's body going into whatever bathroom like you have to deal with that no No, i don't don't. gonna have to deal with that you know you have to deal with me being this way but you refuse to you know so i guess what i'm saying is is there's so many different groups of people out there in the world and those groups are going to naturally flock to each other so i guess i'm getting back to what classifies something as the best is by my majority you know the majority Mm -hmm. of whatever people say that's the best ride so that's what gets classified as the best um i'm just not a thinker like that right you know the best is what you feel it is at the time yes because as i said earlier today the best may be ride x and if you ask me tomorrow, it might be ride Z. And then you'll go, well, you just said yesterday it was ride right. X. Well, for me, yesterday, <laughs> it was. Right, right. Things right. change. So get out there, you know, ride around. If you come across a road that you're not familiar with, and it's if you're on a heavy cruiser and it's paved, mm-hmm. take it. If you're on a lightweight dual sport bike and it's not paved, take it twice. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the thing. For me, I don't own a dual sport bike. So for me, getting off on dirt roads is a rarity. Yeah. And there's a lot of them around here. Yeah. I really want a dual sport bike to try to explore some of these roads. Yeah. I tell you what, it's a little bit more aggressive riding and it's it's got to be almost a little bit in better shape when you do like true adventure riding. What are you saying? I'm saying lose the gut. <laughs> No, you've so hard. You've been working hard on it. I'm super proud of you. I've cultivated it for so long. I am very proud of you. You have achieved the pinnacle of fitness. Thank you. Was that so hard to lie? (laughs) God dang, was it ever? (laughs) (laughs) Your checks in the mail. Yeah, yeah. No, I get. I mean, let's be honest. It's it's about riding a motorcycle. Okay, it's not about what I think riding a motorcycle is or what you think riding a motorcycle is. Man, tell it, give everybody the bird, get on your bike, ride your ride, your way, at your time. You know, it doesn't have to always be pounded into your mind that it, it has to be a certain way or you have to do it with certain people or you got to wear certain clothes and you got to say certain things. You're exactly right, but it does have to be a certain way. And that way is your way. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, don't let this uh, self-quarantine period, and, you know, this podcast will be out there for years indefinitely, but there was a time where they wanted you to stay away from people. Perfect. Get on your bike and go riding. Go find yourself on a motorcycle. Exactly. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Until the next time, it's all about riding. So get out there and enjoy.